day with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? No, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Now here's your host, Ward White and Glenn Stretch-Smith, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas here on this, well, Friday final <laughs> football Friday. Friday as we head to Super Bowl 58 on Sunday. Anybody as excited as I am about I'm Sunday? I'm excited. I'm excited to eat. <laughs> <laughs> is that the best part about Super Bowl is the spread? Well, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. J-Mo was just in the studio, and he asked me, who are you going for? The Chiefs? And I said, whoever wins. That way, I'm not a loser. Oh, my goodness. You can't do that. Absolutely (laughs) cannot do that. Stretch, what's the best part about the Super Bowl parties you go to? Is it the spread, or is it being able to get away from everybody and, and, and watching the TV? And maybe, hopefully, there's an extra TV where it's not all about the commercials. Yeah, I'm not a big, uh, I'd say I'm not a big Super Bowl party guy. I don't really enjoy the parties. I kind of, I kind of like to do my own thing, kind of get in my own, my own little world, watch the game. And, and you're right. I could, I could give a rip about the commercials unless, Ward, unless it's the Budweiser Clydesdales. And I see where they're, they're bringing them back this year. So I think that's a little exciting getting to watch the Clydesdales. I'm, I've always been a big fan of, uh, uh, of those uh, above of the Budweiser Clydesdale. I used to love to go down to my girlfriend and I'd go to SeaWorld. That was one of my favorite little stops to make was over to see when they had the Clydesdales there. So be exciting to see them back. Warden, let me ask you this. What are you thinking about the uh, NFL postseason awards? Did you, uh, did you agree, disagree with the uh, season MVP being Lamar Jackson? I, I think you have to give it to him. I mean, just because of what he was able to do in the regular season, it's an irregular season award. So it's not what happens in the playoffs. It's about the regular season. And probably he stood above everybody else in the regular season. Um, he didn't get it done in the playoffs. I get that. But I'm okay with it. I really am. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. I think there was one I, – I think I was a little bit surprised – uh, rookie of the year didn't surprise me at all. C.J. Stroud, uh, no, comeback he deserved player that. of the year, yeah, Joe Flacco. Uh, but I was, I, I really believed D'Amico Ryan's was going to be coach mm-hmm. of the year, and uh, Kevin Stefanski won the. Award. I I know this. It's hard to win in Cleveland. Will obviously be a team player. I don't question at all the fact that he's coming in there to be the defensive coordinator. Isn't if he's coming in there with visions of grandeur and saying, you know what, I've got an opportunity here, you know, in, in maybe nine months to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think that's how he looks at it. So, um, again, congratulations to Mike Zimmer. Um, he, you know, he has been through some heartache the last few years. He lost his wife. I think four or five years ago, lost his son tragically a year ago. So getting him back in football and getting him back to what he does, I think is going to be the best situation uh, for Mike Zimmer. Uh, Ward, any, any thoughts on Steve McMichael finally getting the call to get in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I mean, 
I, I, I think you said it perfectly, finally. I mean, it, it's – there's some guys that probably belong there, maybe on the lip of the cup, and you finally fall into the cup, and he's one of those guys. Yeah, I, 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 I like – I like Steve a lot, knowing him personally, knowing the struggles that he's going through now uh, physically. Uh, I'm really, I'm really glad that he. You know, it's one of those things where it's it, it's the timing of it. It was good for Steve McMichael, and congratulations to Mongo McMichael. Uh, I, you know, sometimes I, uh, I think him being a professional wrestler fit a little better than, than him being a defensive tackle, but he was a hell of a defensive tackle, uh, you know, great player at Texas and, and uh, you know, really a, a, a staple in uh, Buddy Ryan's, you know, uh, uh, bear defense and what mm-hmm. they did when they won the, uh, you know, when they won the, um, when they won the Super Bowl. So congratulations to Steve McMichael. Any shocks on anybody else that they kind of got the Hulk uh, call for you? No, not really. Not really. I, I, you know, I think it kind of went just as uh, you might think. The the one that really kind of surprised me is, again, we just mentioned it, Darren Woodson. I, I, I can't figure that one out. I just can't. Yeah, it, it's, it is. I, 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 knowing Woody the way I do, I saw him not too long ago and, and, and bumped into him here in the Metroplex. And, you know, he, he looks like he could go suited up and play right now. But I love how he handled it, too. I mean, he handled it just like I thought he would handle it, which was with pure class and, and knowing that, you know what, his turn will come soon. And uh, when it does, it's almost – I texted him about – I got up about – 515 this morning I decided to fire him off a text and I just said you know Woody it'll be a little sweeter um you know when 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 that when that call does come but disappointing for sure and um happy for Steve McMichael so that's that's kind of my two cents worth on getting the call to the hall this year we're getting ready for Super Bowl 58 this weekend and Stephanie's already planning the big party how, how much is Scott going to help out on this party? Probably none. <laughs> Probably none. You're not getting any points here. Uh, that's all right. Hey, I will say something does, about does he, last. Does he man the grill? We're not grilling. Oh, you're not grilling? That is too much work to clean up. For oh, me. come on. No. But today is National Pizza Day, so. It is National Pizza Day? Uh-huh. National Pizza Day. Well, but if you're I wanting, like a good pie. I know. But if you're going to get some pizza for Sunday, I will let you know. You got to get your orders in. I'm seriously, get your orders in. Yeah, because they're probably going to be backed up a little bit. Now, let me ask you this, both of you. Is it the thin crust? Thin. Is it the regular crust or thin. is it the deep dish Chicago pizza that thin. that you go for? Thin. Thin? Less right. calories. Less calories. Yeah, I I'm, I think it's kind of I think it's kind of how Hungry I am at the time. If there you I go. Hang- that makes if sense. Ha- if, yeah, if I'm hangry, give me give me that deep <laughs> dish and everything that I can go at. If I'm if it's just you know, hey, I just want to grab a slice, you know, thin. I, I think you're either a pizza person or you're not a pizza person, and I'm not real sure that it uh, it matters the crust. The one thing I'm not a fan of, Ward, I'm not a fan of the 
pineapple on the pizza. No, that no. That Hawaii, that Hawaiian style. No. Nothing against Hawaii. I love Hawaii, but Hawaiian-style pizza doesn't do much for me. No, no pineapple on the pizza. I, I, I'm i right there with you. My dad loves pizza, and every time I try to I, I call him and I say, Dad, you, he wants the pineapple. Yeah. No, he didn't want the pineapple. He, he just, can you order me a pizza? And so I'll have him a pizza delivered because that's just, just it, it could be every night of the week if I say, hey, you need something? Well, the pizza sounds really good. Okay. <laughs> I'll get you a pizza You pop. know, the deep dish is good if it's truly deep dish, like I, real Chicago deep dish, and nobody in Central Texas can make it. Well, I will say that when I went with UMHB to the national championship up in Chicago, we oh, went and yeah. ate real deep dish pizza, and it was Delicious. amazing. Delicious. Absolutely amazing. But if I'm ordering it here... I'm probably with you. I go with the thin crust. Sounds like we need to take a road trip. To Chicago? Everybody, let's take the show to Chicago. Let's just all go to Chicago. Go Stretch, to Chicago. can you drive us to Chicago to get some pizza? I have zero interest in going to Chicago. I don't give a crap how good the pizza is. Zero, zero interest. I'm not, I'm, I'm not interested at all. Now, if, if you want to go, uh, you know, maybe take in a Cubs game when they come visit the Astros or the Rangers, I'll go watch the Cubs. I have zero interest of going to Chicago. <laughs> this is the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Staff will be back with us here in just a little bit. But coming up next, let's talk some more Cowboys and the NFL honors with Kyle Yeomans from the Cowboy Network. He's next on the Press Box. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Spatola, our guest, ESPN College basketball analyst. And it'll be interesting also, John, one last thought here. All of these teams are playing in Foster Pavilion for the first time. What is the impact that has? I'll be curious to see what Baylor's record at home is by the end of the season. The John Moore Show, 2 to 3 p.m. Weekdays here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, right now at the all-new Volkswagen of Waco, we're holding a February all-out sellout. That means we're out setting all-time sales records, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. The best price, the best place, yeah, the best way to buy a car. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine looking for that perfect valentine's day gift how about free columbian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at diamore fine jewelers say i love you this valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures diamonds and free red roses celebrating a lifetime of valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at diamore fine jewelers 4541 west waco drive 
The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi Burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi Ribeye Chicken Fried Steak. Their chili relleno is famous, and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish etouffee. We're I-35 of the Brazos River Meat, the Brazos Landing, Waco. We've made it through the holidays, and another gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy to jewelry to plush animals to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and totes. Morrison Gifts is located near Jason's Deli at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills. Raise your hand if you're a Secretariat fan. At UBO Business Services, Secretariat is our inspiration. Secretariat gave it his finest performance in the 1973 Belmont Stakes. He completed the race in a record 2 minutes, 24 seconds, winning by a record 31 lengths. This is our inspiration. Our goal is to outpace our competitors by providing an unrivaled customer experience. Reach out to UBO Business Services by calling Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. On the road with Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's a shocker. Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National Painted Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please slow down. Sound advice. Mixed in with professional sound effects. Be safe, drive smart. A message from Textile. Flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntexSportsFan.com. And welcome back to the Press Box here on this Friday afternoon. Ward White's Glenn Stretch Smith along with you with Aaron Sexton. Stephanie will be back with us here in just a little bit. Trying to reach Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys Network. We'll... Uh, keep trying, Kyle. He's a busy guy and got lots of lots of balls in the air right now. So we'll uh, try to get a hold of him here in just a little bit. But, Stretch, I wanted to get your opinion a little bit before we get into uh, back to the NFL. But Boston College is working toward a deal now to hire Bill O'Brien as their next head coach. And after he just took the offensive coordinator job last month at Ohio State, it looks like Bill O'Brien's going to be a head coach in college football. You know, he did a good job, Ward, at Penn State. I mean, he really did. I mean, I thought he he took that program kind of after, you know, what had happened with Paterno, and, and he, he really righted the ship there and got that, uh, you know, got that storied uh, program kind of back on track. 
I, you know, I, I thought he did a horrible job with the Houston Texans. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought he got in there, <clears throat> tried to kind of have that Bill Belichick, I'm going to run personnel, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. He traded away, you know, franchise receiver to Arizona. I, I, it just, to me, um, he fits better in the college game than he does in the NFL game. So I think that uh, for Boston College, which is a good job, I mean, that, 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 let's be honest, that's a, that's a really good um, uh, place for him, I think. He's got those New England ties, having mm-hmm. been with the Patriots. So, uh, you know, good for him. Congratulations. I think that's a, that's, that is a good fit for him and will be a good um, – you know, he'll, he'll, he'll get that program. Uh, they made it to a bowl game this year, but, uh, you know, Jeff Halfley was on the hot seat. He knew he was on the hot seat, and that's why he took the job uh, as the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. But, yeah, Bill O'Brien uh, taking the head coaching job at Boston College is, uh, feels like a, a, a really good fit, and congratulations to him for uh, getting back where I think he needs to be. Joining us now here is the – Final Friday of Football Friday before we head to Super Bowl 58 is Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys Network. And, Kyle, it's too bad there's nothing going on for the Cowboys right now the week of the Super Bowl, right? (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, right? I mean, there's never really anything going on. And, uh, I mean, there's not like a defensive coordinator. (laughs) uh, Jerry Jones talking at the, the NFL honors or whatever. I think everybody would rather see them in the game, but there's a lot going on with this team still. There's never really a dull day around that franchise, right? When you look at when you look at what Jerry Jones was able to do, and kind of, do you think he planned it this way? And and I don't I don't mean that to be ugly, but look, Jerry Jones is a great business guy, and he keeps the Cowboys on top of people's minds. No matter what's going on, Super Bowl, playoffs, if you're in it or not, all season getting ready for the draft, it just seems that his timing is impeccable by naming their defensive coordinator two days before the Super Bowl. See, here's the thing, though, is there was never really an official word from the the Cowboys on whether or not the hire was, was there. I mean, we... We expect Mike Zimmer to be the hire. I mean, that was the last time that we put something up on DallasCowboys.com. But right. there were multiple sources that were saying, hey, this this isn't official. This isn't a done deal yet. And the initial reports were that it was going to extend into next week. So I think even today there's just a lack of clarity on whether or not it's an official timing or what it, what it ends up being. Maybe that was intentional, like you said. Maybe that's something that Tom Pelissero put out there because he was given a go from some part of the front office. But uh, it's, it's ter- in terms of an official hire, we haven't seen one yet with, with Mike Zimmer. Uh, I mean, what he would bring to the table, though, would be just experience. It would be uh, a recognizable face that you can put on that defense and that has skins on the wall that the defense can look at and say, okay, we may not have Dan Quinn this time around, but we mm-hmm. at least have somebody who knows what, uh, what it takes to win in the national football league. And Zimmer knows how to do that. He, he spent of course, some time with the Cowboys on multiple occasions early in his career was most recently the head coach with Minnesota. 
there's a there's a lot that you can learn from a guy like Zimmer, and hopefully the guys that are on this defense that has had some success the last couple of years with Dan Quinn will recognize that and they're able to rally around it. Let me ask you this, Kyle: with the departure of Joe Witt Jr., are there any other? Uh, defensive staff changes that you see coming, and obviously Mike Zimmer is going to want some of his guys, whether that be you know Andre Patterson, George Edwards, guys that were with him in Minnesota, guys that have been with him in the past. Is there any talk about him being able to have some leeway uh, to bring some guys uh, that that know his system and familiar with his terminology on that side of the ball? Yeah, I think there's always that uh, element to it where you're going to bring in a certain level of your guys. Uh, I think that the most notable names that people would like to hold on to for the Cowboys, Adam Dirty and, and Al Harris, the, the defensive line coach and corners coach, respectively, I don't think they're going anywhere because they would have to be promoted to a defensive coordinator role in order to sign elsewhere since they're contracted with the Cowboys specifically. So uh, they – unless they were given permission, which we've already seen Al Harris get rejected for a uh, re- rejected for an interview with the commanders and Dan Quinn, uh, unless they get a defensive coordinator job elsewhere, which really the only other one open would be Seattle. Uh, I, I just don't see that happening. So there's a, uh, there's a good chance that both of those guys are back. As far as the guys that have their contracts up, I think there's there's going to be some movement there. Your linebackers coach had his contract expire. I think you'll probably see Mike Zimmer bring in a guy there. Your defensive assistants, your associate DCs. I mean, some of these other guys that that Mike Zimmer has been around and trusted in the past could come back. And, of course, we've seen George Edwards in Dallas the last couple of years. He was there to help Dan Quinn really start what was happening there. So, uh, there's there's definitely a possibility there and, and see what he wants to bring. Uh, but unless he comes in and makes a move and gets rid of Al Harris and added dirty, then I don't think they're going anywhere. And I, I don't see him getting rid of those guys either with as, as phenomenal of a job as, as they've done throughout their time in Dallas. Kyle Yeomans with the Cowboys Network with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And, and last night at the awards, Dak Prescott finished uh, in the MVP second uh, which went to Lamar Jackson. He was also second on the FedEx Air Player of the Year behind Brock Purdy. A couple of defensive guys, Mike Parson and also Deron Bland. Uh, they finished behind Miles Garrett for that award as well. A little disappointing for Cowboy fans, but is the most disappointing thing, Kyle, Darren Woodson denied the Hall of Fame again? Yeah, if if I had to put something myself out there and say what was the most disappointing it would by far be Darren Woodson not not getting into the pro football hall of fame now this is a really spectacular class I mean you look up and down and then those are guys that made such a big impact that that you can't necessarily deny them uh access into the hall but I I really don't know why Darren Woodson has been rejected access to the hall he's been so close on multiple occasions and it's getting to the point where you got to right a wrong at some point. Canton's mm-hmm. uh, going to have to look at Darren Woodson and say, okay, can we tell the story of the NFL without Darren Woodson? And I don't think you can. He revolutionized the safety position. He brought into the league these athletic safeties that can cover, that can rush the passer, that can bring pressure, that can play at the second level, almost a hybrid linebacker safety mix. I mean, he was the initial part of that, and he was such a big part, of course, of the Cowboys winning 
in the 90s that you can't deny how much of an impact he made. So, yeah, I, I think that's the biggest disappointment of the night. You could maybe say uh, uh, Micah Parsons finishing third instead of second again for defensive player of the year voting, but that was pretty much expected. And uh, you weren't really expecting anybody else, CD, to win offensive player of the year, Dak to win any of the awards that he was up for. Maybe he could have won the FedEx player of the year, but I think there was a good a good contingency of Cowboys fans that, that thought that Darren Woodson would be in the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and the fact that he wasn't announced last night is, yeah, it's disappointing. Kyle, let me ask you this. Obviously, after the Super Bowl, the Cowboys are going to start to prioritize from a free agent standpoint uh, how the team is going to shape next year. I'll stick with the defensive side. Uh, do you do you have a feeling one way or the other how they're going to prioritize who they sign from a free agent standpoint? You know, it's kind of hard to, to see what their priorities would be without knowing for sure who their defensive coordinator is. In the past, you wanted long-rangey athletic corners. Uh, you wanted to bring some uh, some edge speed, team speed. If I had to put something that, that is going to be the case regardless of coordinator, it would be size. This team needs to get bigger, especially in the trenches. You're going to see uh, a conservative effort to get bigger on both sides of the ball, but especially defensively at linebacker in the interior of your defensive line. And with both Dorrance Armstrong, Dante Fowler Jr. hitting the open market, you may see an, uh, a considerable effort to bring in pass rushers from around the league. So uh, I think they're going to try and get bigger. The team speed is certainly a, a thought process as well. They're going to want maybe some some corners or safeties that could maybe make an impact both on special teams and in uh, and, and on the defensive side of the ball. But if you if you had to say one thing without coordinator you got to get bigger. you got to get some size and be bring the physicality better than you have in the past. Kyle Yeomans with the Cowboys Network with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And, Kyle, we all know that there's three big contracts out there that the looming on the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, and Micah Parsons, all three are sitting there and needing to either get the new contract or restructure to help the salary cap. What is the first one in your mind – that the Cowboys have to take care of and then just move down the line from there? Oh, I think it's a, a, a checkbox occasion for Dak Prescott. You, you've got to get his number down. $59 million against the cap next year, and you're already slated to be 20 over at the moment. I mean, you've got to, you've got to find a way to get that number down, and the only way that you do that is by extending him. You can't trade him. Uh, you can't cut him because then all that dead cap money is, is on the books as well. And right then you don't have a quarterback either who just finished second in MVP voting. So, <laughs> yeah, you you, you got to extend him. And, and his leverage is strong with this team right now. And uh, they, they really don't have – I mean, the only other piece of leverage that they may have is the fact that they have Trey Lance on the roster. And, and I don't even think that does a whole lot for you either. you gotta got to get the cab number down. you got to find a way to extend him at a team-friendly deal. And maybe this is a time where Dak says, you know what, listen – I've made some good money in my career. It, this isn't my first contract. It's my second contract. And I can make some money off the field just as much as I can make some money on, on the field. So maybe taking a step back from the, the team contract and taking a team-friendly deal, I don't necessarily expect that to happen, but it could be a thought process for him. If he really wants to win as much as he says he does, I think there's a chance here for him to do 
the Cowboys uh, a solid favor. Maybe the Cowboys help him out in other ways with the the exposure, with uh, the prevalence from an endorsement standpoint. And then all of a sudden you make that money back elsewhere and it helps build around Dak Prescott so then they can be aggressive in free agency. But that's the first domino that has to fall before anything else really gets done. Let me ask you this. From a running back standpoint, do you you think they got what they wanted out of – you know, out of Pollard being the starter, letting uh, letting Zeke get out of here. I, I, we know Dowdle did a nice job as the two, but uh, this team has got to they've got to think about a direction and, and and try to run the football better. That's the only way your quarterback can be as successful as he as they want him to be. I'm talking about next level wise. Yeah, I, I don't think they were happy with the production of the run game in general. It wasn't just Tony Pollard, but I think it was the inconsistencies on the offensive line. There's a chance that they could upgrade the center position, the left tackle position, maybe have some, some upgrades there, but they, they might have a completely different backfield. I mean, Rico Dattle and Tony Pollard are both unrestricted free agents. Uh, Tony Pollard's most likely going to test the open market. And even just hearing him on Radio Row in Vegas and kind of the way that he talks about the situation, the way that he talks about this organization, kind of makes me think he's going to test it and, and be pretty serious about testing the open market and seeing where else he could land. So I, I think it's a very realistic possibility that you don't have Tony Pollard next year. And if that's the case, I don't know if you bring back Rico Dowdle on, on the down low or if you maybe go out and you try and sign a veteran, draft a rookie, and restart from there. So – I think maybe the latter is my favorite. I would like to keep Tony Pollard uh, if it ends up being less money. I think we've talked about that on this show before. I just don't necessarily think it's as likely as it once was. Now that they franchise tagged him, it was an underwhelming season. He didn't necessarily have the production that you expected. And then now uh, he may want to test the open market and see where his value is there. You know my feelings, Kyle. Get him out the door. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you've been pretty solid on that all the way through since they since before they tagged him last year. Absolutely, absolutely. I you know, and look, Derrick Henry. He may be, he may not be the complete answer, but I think you kind of fill in with Derrick Henry, and then as you just said, go into the draft, and when you have the opportunity, who's the best running back on the board, and go get them, and just utilize that because. We know how the running back position is now in the NFL. It's not what it used to be. No, no, it's not. And you can still maybe get something out of Deuce Vaughn in in the future. So you've got a little bit there. I don't know if you can rely on that. But Darren Sproles didn't have a great rookie season either. I think he had something like eight carries for 60 yards or something in his first year in the NFL. And then that was really the comp for for Deuce Vaughn was Darren Sproles. So maybe – he has an off-season, full off-season, and, and knowing his work ethic and his mentality, maybe he comes back and he's your lightning in a bottle that Tony Pollard once was. And so you go get a physical veteran, and you maybe get a physical young running back that you can pair together as two guys that, hey, they're they're good runners. Mm-hmm. They, they can tote the rock. They can pick up three or four yards anytime you give them the ball. And it just takes pressure off, to, off of Dak Prescott. That's the other thing. you got to find a way – to win games if Dak is not playing 100%. And luckily for Dallas, he was playing 100% a lot this year. He he won you some games by how well he played. Mm-hmm. He also lost some games because of maybe early struggles, slow starts, and the offense pitter-pattered to get going. 
and then you had to make adjustments from there. So this is a team that's built to play from ahead. Now you got to find a way to win regardless if you're ahead behind uh, tied close game and running the football is a good way to start really finding out if that's possible. Well, let me ask you this, Tyron Smith, uh, they, you know, they managed his practice reps this year. He was able to get through the season uh, priority wise. Where do you think Tyron is? And do you think the Cowboys try to bring him back? Yeah, that one's going to be interesting. Uh, just based off of his, his injury history and, some of the, the the I guess, just multiple game stretches that you're going to miss him in, it's worth it whenever he's available because he is such a good player and he is so reliable on the left side of that line of scrimmage. But other teams may not value it the same way Dallas does. Other teams may look at that and say, man, he's just too banged up for us. Our, our training staff isn't comfortable with it. We're going to just pass on him for now. So, he may even get a better deal by staying in Dallas, but you also can't rely on Tyron Smith. I think that's where the change of the guard has now become a thing, is you can't go into this year saying, okay, Tyron Smith's our left tackle, and then we'll figure it out at, at behind him. We'll, we'll find a, a veteran swing tackle or somebody that we can just plug and play. I, I think now you start drafting to groom an offensive tackle, and this is a really good offensive tackle class. The, the value lines up really well where you're picking in the later parts of the first round. So it's a good chance for you to snag a guy who may not be ready to start immediately, but he's a first-round pick, and you, you sit him behind Tyron Smith. He's going to get a couple games a year, get some quality snaps, and then whenever it is his time to step in, you don't have to, to see a step back from your offensive line. You can pair him with Tyler Smith, and there's your, your left side of your offensive line moving forward. So – there's a couple possibilities there, but I think Tyron Smith, I, I really do think he'll be back in Dallas. That's just based off of my own intuition, not necessarily a, a reporter or anything. I just I have a hunch he'll be back because I don't know how the rest of the league views his injury history enough to, to give him a deal. Kyle Yeomans from the Cowboys Network with us in the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. And, Kyle, one of the players that have been the – focal point of this defense and really you saw this defense dip when he got injured with the neck injury last year Leighton Vanderish is is Leighton done I mean is there any chance that he comes back or do the Cowboys need to go find especially with Mike Zimmer coming in maybe some bigger broader linebackers to fill in I think you need linebackers regardless you you finish the year maybe with one Right. active roster linebacker in, in the Bunk Park, and then you filled in where you could with Marquise Bell. So I, I think they're going to look at linebacker pretty solid uh, in this upcoming offseason. They may grab a couple names there. Uh, with, as far as Leighton Vander Esch goes, nobody really knows outside of his medical staff and outside of uh, the him, really, and whether or not he's done. I'm sure he could rehab and get back to game-playing shape, but that's a decision that he and his family really have to go through. And I, mm-hmm. I think either way, you, you got to respect it. He had a good career here in Dallas. He, he faced some injuries early on. And now it's getting to the point where if he continues to stack injury upon injury, then his post-playing day quality of life would, would dip. And I, I don't think that's fair of anybody to ask of a player. So I, I think you have to prepare for the worst. And, and if something else happens, then – uh, all of a sudden you've got a guy back in the fold and you may even want to limit his reps then. So 
So uh, I think you go and you make moves for linebacker expecting Leighton Van Der Esch not to be in the fold. Right. And then if something else happens, then all of a sudden you've got him back and you can kind of go from there. I, I think the DeMarvian overshone injury in the preseason this past year, too, at that position really hurt this team. I mean, he was trending in the right direction. He looked like a perfect fit for Dan Quinn's system, for his scheme. He was just a, a well-liked guy, well-respected guy in the locker room. And then to see him go down in preseason game number two was just gut-wrenching because you felt like he could have been a key piece of that defense, and then you never really got a chance to see it. And let me ask you this last question here from my standpoint. When you look at the overall um, – Mike McCarthy taking the play calling from Kellen Moore. You know, they tried to kind of change the verbiage and want to give it the Texas coast mentality. Uh, you know, Dak had had a big year, but, but were not able to sustain or, or really control the line of scrimmage from a running game standpoint. Do you see them transitioning and trying to get – we talked about the personnel – from a running game standpoint, but really trying to get to maybe where they're playing more 12 personnel, allowing uh, Ferguson and Hendershot to be a little more physical. And and do you think that Mike McCarthy is open to understanding, hey, we got to run the football more if we're really going to take this thing to the next level? Yeah, I, I really don't think the scheme is going to change a whole lot outside of new wrinkles and, and added pieces. Uh, this the, the offense itself was better as the year went along, with the exception of the wild card game. I mean, this is a, uh, an offense that was run very, very well down the stretch. Uh, it was the defense that really had your your question marks, and if you had questions on offense, it was based on your offensive line. So I, Mike McCarthy last year in training camp made it a huge deal that he wanted to run the football. This is going to be be a team and an offense that's predicated by the run. And that never really came to fruition. That never really happened. So I think that's still an emphasis. I think they want to run the football. They want to find creative ways to run the football, whether that's 12 personnel, 13 personnel, using those tight ends. Uh, Maybe you get more out of Luke Schoonmaker as a second-round pick this next year. You brought him in to be a lead blocker, to be a physical tight end. And there were times where you could see it, but consistently it wasn't the, the same level uh, that you wanted to see initially. So I think there's while there will be changes and improvements or adjustments, tweaks to that offense, I think for the most part it's going to look pretty similar to what it was going into uh, the, the latter parts of this season. Kyle Yeomans, Dallas Cowboys Network, with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Kyle, maybe your last Super Bowl to be able to – enjoy without having to stop down and feed three little babies as they're on the yep. way but oh, yeah where do you uh where, where are you going with this super bowl is it is it the chiefs or are you going with the 49ers man it's funny because I, I think my football brain says the 49ers are going to get it done but i can't pick the 49ers i can't <laughs> pick san francisco i refuse to do so so uh it, it's very similar to what happened last year and it paid off for me my my heart told me to pick the the Chiefs against the Eagles last year, and I'm going to do the exact same thing. Give me the Chiefs to win it, 31-21 over the 49er. All right. What is the best food you're going to have at your Super Bowl party? Ooh, uh, probably chicken cutlets. Ah. Uh, my, my mother-in-law makes some phenomenal chicken cutlets. She said she was going to she was going to whip those up for the game. And my my brother-in-law uh, 
ended up saying that it wasn't going with the theme, and I said, forget the theme, bring the chicken cutlets, <laughs> we'll make it happen. So that'll be the best thing that I have on Sunday for sure. You know, you're a smart, smart man staying on the side of the mother-in-law. <laughs> oh, Good yeah. job. Especially, especially with what we've got on the horizon, for sure. <laughs> no kidding. Kyle Yeoman's with the Cowboys Network with us here on the Press Box. Kyle, always appreciate the time. Enjoy the game this weekend. We'll talk to you next week, man. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me, and talk to you again soon. All right, there he goes. Kyle Yeomans from the Cowboys Network. And look, you got to do that. You got to stay on the good side of the mother-in-law if you know what you're doing, especially especially when you got triplets on the way because you're probably going to need her help a little bit. <laughs> I, 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 I stay on the side of my wannabe mother-in-law. She's one of the sweetest people I know, so I, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have I'm blessed to have her around, and I'm sure he's going to be blessed to have his mother-in-law around, especially having three squatters running around. You're exactly right. <laughs> this is the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, he's back. Baylor, Big 12 women's basketball on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor and West Virginia women's basketball Saturday from Foster Pavilion. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive-thru on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. Is it time to upgrade your garage, barn, shed, or warehouse with a new garage door? Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service boasts the largest garage door showroom and design center in Central Texas. Revamp your style with new customized garage doors with windows. Free estimates are available, and all calls are answered by an operator 24-7. Precision Garage Door Service, 1100 Jewel Drive, Waco, 254-522-9657, and at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Ask about their financing options. Hey, right now, the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. We're holding a February all-out sellout. That means we're out setting all-time sales records, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. The best price, the best place, yeah, the best way to buy a car. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. It's a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief 
with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100, QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Time now for Stephanie Sports Talk, a look at sports through the eyes of Stephanie, as only she could do with the Googles. Presented by Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, Mosby's Land Management, Stiefel Investments, Volkswagen of Waco. She's back. Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. In the Chiefs. Or the 49ers. No. Come on now. Mm -mm. Everybody I talk to is going for the 49ers. Well, everybody's wrong. Even Cowboy fans are going for the 49ers. No, they're not. not. No. Well, they're not true Cowboy fans, but. Kyle Yeomans just said he cannot go with the 49ers. But I know Kyle, and I believe with I know. I know. And, And it doesn't matter. Cowboy fan or no Cowboy fan. How could you go against Pat Mahomes? Stop it. I don't know. Stop it. I don't it. know. Stop it. Or the Swifties. I don't know. <laughs> the Swifties. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, okay. All right. All right. So I am excited about the Super Bowl. You know. I am too. And I'm getting more ramped up about it. You know, football is my favorite sport. And then, of course, baseball. But I love it. Okay. So I'm going to be I didn't realize baseball was your second Is my second. All right. I think I could do play-by-play for that one because I know it. Um, I better call our friends over at oh, Baylor. Hey, oh, can I have a tryout? Okay. Move on. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> I will give you a little bit of uh, some some information on the Super Bowl that I found on the Googles, and I thought, oh, okay. Okay. All right, the Super Bowl has been around since 1967. That's why it's number 58. Look, I did not pass. I passed math, but I didn't it. actually like. <laughs> I can't think that fast, Ward. Okay, so, and the Green Bay Packers were the very first team to ever win the Super Bowl. Who'd they beat? Uh, I don't know. Kansas City, City 35 to 10. There you go. It was 35 to 10. Uh, they actually played in the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Yes, they did. And about 60 million people actually watched the, the broadcast game. Today, they are saying, of course, over 100 million, even higher, will watch the game this weekend. You know, there's some people out there that don't even like to watch 
football, but they definitely don't want to watch Super Bowl. I say they're not American. I mean, how can you not like to watch football, especially in Texas? It's like even the parties we used to have, we used to have a Super Bowl party every year, and we'd have the big screen TVs and everything else and all the food and everything, and it was... It was fun, don't get me wrong, but it there was even some people at the Super Bowl party that would like to be around everybody, mm-hmm. but would try to talk during the game and then would be quiet during the commercials, and I'm like, This is hey, not how this works, people. You got it backwards. <laughs> exactly. Stop it. Stop it. Exactly. Uh, so, we know that Usher's going to be the halftime performer. Um, I'll be anxious to see who his guest will be. He's kind of hinted around. Have they not laid that out yet? Well, just that he hasn't. He's kept it secret, but whoever he's uh, collaborated with in music. Does he need a guest? I don't know. Okay. Anything's good. He's going to be a lot better than last year, so that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, uh, that was terrible last year. Ugh. And Post Malone will be singing America Beautiful, which is not an easy song. No, it's not. And I, I'm kind of excited about I can't that, wait to hear him. I like you know, him. And I I do, too. I don't know why I like him, but he just seems like, I mean, don't get me wrong. He looks unusual. A little bit. Right? He but just he, likes ink. But he, yeah, and, and there's nothing there's wrong nothing with that. nothing wrong with ink. No, there's nothing wrong with that. He just, he, I mean, if he walked up on the street, you just kind of go, okay, all right. But he's. Every time you hear him talk and do some things, he seems like a really genuine good guy. He is. He is. And he's he's very, very smart. Very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Reba McIntyre will be singing the national anthem, yes. which I want to hear that because, I mean, I love Reba, but I'll tell you, that is the hardest song to sing. Now, Being, how would you know? I was a music major. Oh, Okay. I mean, come on, it's college on a music scholarship. So, yeah, All no, right, but well. it is very hard, especially to sing a cappella. Sorry. Look at Matt Mosley. <laughs> acapella. If you, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I don't know that band. Ha ha. Did you know that the NFL will not hold a Super Bowl in cold stadiums? They well, will, now that, that's not true. Well, they have. Yes, they have. They have. But they won't anymore. That's right, Aaron. Speak up. Speak up, boy. Let me hear you. Let me hear you talk. (laughs) So, um, but they have in the past, um, but they don't normally hold them up in those northern cities where the roof is open. Think about it. Well, I, yeah, I, we haven't seen that in a while. In a long time. Except for like maybe Miami, they'll hold it there. But they're, they're, well, Miami's hosted the most Super Bowls in history. Smart. So, yeah. Nice go. weather. Each team will get a lot of balls. Easy. <laughs> I didn't go down that road. 108 total footballs per team. 54 of them will be for practice and 54 for the actual game. That's 54 kind of, footballs for the game? What it, the Google said. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why do you need 54 balls for the game? I'm... I guess maybe if you're going to throw him out to a stand, you know, to the stand to a fan or something, but I don't know. Nobody's scoring that much. Well, no, but I don't know. Maybe they're like, oh, look, I don't know. Ask the 54. players. Four. That's that seems high. What? We'll have to ask you Stretch know, here in a minute. How many? I think. I mean, so. he's been on the sidelines for an NFL game. How many? I don't know. Well, just ask. I don't, I don't know. 
I'm just saying that's what the yeah, Google I, said. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. That just seems Actually, like. Actually, and I think I got this off NFLnetwork.com. That, that seems like a high number to have seems like a lot of leather footballs. It's a lot of leather. Well, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just saying. Okay. That's 108 footballs because you have to have 54 for each side, right? I'm just saying maybe they pass them out. I don't know. What if it, one goes flat? It's not like you have an air compressor there. Hey, let me just blow up the ball. What you probably, I, I, I would bet $1,000 that there is an air pump on the sidelines oh, of every multiple, football game. Oh, there's multiple, yes. Of course. <laughs> well, I've never seen them. Well, they don't just walk around <laughs> with them in their pocket. You've seen those big crates on the sidelines? That uh, has all their equipment in it. They look, got backup helmets. I have not mount been, pieces. Okay, look, Coach. I have not been fortunate enough <laughs> to be on the sideline unless I was a cheerleader. Okay, y'all didn't need backup equipment. Sometimes, yes. Stop it. Don't even go down that no, road. No, just stop it. All right. There will be seven thousand volunteers um, in Vegas on the day of the Super Bowl, volunteering really? to help. Think about it. Parking. Yeah. Directions. There's the bathroom. Here's your. Seat. I'm not volunteering. You better pay me. I'm not volunteering either. Yeah. I want to go. If I'm going to go, I'm going to go and enjoy myself. But the only know. way I might vol I might volunteer is if I was somebody who was one of the assistants to walk you to your seat. I ain't doing that. Well, why not? Because you get to stand right there in the aisle and watch the entire Super Bowl for free. Hey, I'll be a volunteer to bring the team on the field. (laughs) Oh, goodness. (laughs) $1.1 billion is estimated to help the Vegas, the Nevada, Las Vegas area. Um, The economy. It'll have an impact on the economy. That's that's a lot of money. Just from the Super Bowl? This weekend. I would think it... Now, this is just me. Mm -hmm. I would think it would probably be higher... Because are they including not just the game activity on Sunday? Are they including everybody coming in starting probably today? A lot of people are starting I would to think so. descend on Las Vegas. And are they including the economical boost of the gambling they're going to do Friday, Absolutely. Saturday, and Sunday? I think that number is way low because it is going to be... Well, I you mean, know, look, Greeny did this whole they, thing about they don't, gambling. They don't have those big buildings just by chance. No. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I, I could retire on that. Um, you think? A little bit. <laughs> I'll share. The average spend for a person this weekend will be $275 on average. $16.2 million plan to watch the game either at a restaurant or a bar. The mm-hmm. rest will be at home. Mm-hmm. And there will be 8,083 average calories out of football Super Bowl football party this weekend. Wow. People right. eating. We're getting closer. Okay. We're only a couple of days away from Super Bowl 58. Go All Chiefs. Right. I'm go going Chiefs. for the Chiefs. All there right. you go. Talk Have a happy it. Friday. Happy Friday, Steph. Appreciate <laughs> uh-huh. it. Coming up, we will get into some prompt bets. Plus, we're going to talk to a former Super Bowl champion as how does it go during the week of Super Bowl? And when do the nerves start kicking in? Ask him if he has 108 balls. Stop it. It's coming up next on the Press Box. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
February is here, and so are the big savings during the President's Day sale at Allen Samuels in Waco. New inventory is out on the lot right now and ready for immediate delivery. Ram 1500 is the most luxurious and technologically advanced Ram 1500 ever. Looking for an SUV? Have your pick of a Jeep Grand Cherokee, Compass, and Renegades. Need a midsize truck to get the job done? Drive a new Jeep Gladiator. President's Day sale event is a winner at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Looking for that perfect Valentine's Day gift? How about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at D'Amori Fine Jewelers? Say I love you this Valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures, diamonds, and free red roses. Celebrating a lifetime of Valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at D'Amori Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
Uh, Aaron Sexton on the wheels of steel. <laughs> Little Motley crew on a Friday. That'll get your motor running, Stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like a little Motley Crew. I'm, uh, I'm a fan. I'm, 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 I'm all about a little girls, girls, girls. Is that what we got going today? <laughs> that's absolutely. A, that's exactly what it was. Nice, Threats. Look well, at you. Look yeah, at you. I, I, I sang that, that song with my girlfriend. She put me in a damn wrestling hold. So <laughs> let's move on here. <laughs> all right, Stretch. I need to ask you: best band you've seen in person? Boston. Ooh, that's a good one. Still bothers me nope. that I, I've missed their concert at Texas Jam in '86. The rest, my sisters and brother both win. I was only 14, but still, <laughs> I was invited and didn't go, and I'm still sad about that. That's a good one. That's a real All good right. one. Well, chime in, Mort. Let's hear yours. Uh, probably. There's there's three that are really really close, but I'd probably have to go with Kiss. As the number one, and where did you, where was hold on where was it at where did you see them? This was at the Dallas Convention Center back early early uh, with them. I, I used to go to a lot of concerts over at the convention center. And of course, it's no longer uh, a concert venue anymore at all. But also saw ACDC there. Uh, that was a good concert. Uh, seen Sticks there. It was a an outstanding concert as well. So yeah, there's there's been several that. You know, you'd make the trip over to the Metro Mess and get to see some great concerts. I thought you were going to say that it was, you know, you're going to follow it up with a, a wrestling evening at the Sportatorium. <laughs> no, I, I, I never I never made that. Have you seen the, the movie Iron Claw yet? I have speaking, not. But speaking I, of wrestling? But I, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to wait for that to come out because I am, as a kid, I was a uh, I, I was a big wrestling fan. I mean, I, oh, yeah? I, I was. Oh yeah, no question. I was. I, I'll tell you this. Do you have any? Let me ask you. Do you know who? I guarantee you, Aaron doesn't. And Aaron, you need to look it up. Do you know who Ox Baker is, Ward? Ox Baker, the I, wrestler. I I do not. I do not. Okay. Have you ever seen the the movie Escape from New York? Yes, I have. Okay. Kurt Russell put that bat with those spikes through it yes he stuck it through that's ox baker he stuck he stuck that through his head when he was when he was fighting him in escape from new york now i'm going to tell you this little tidbit here i was 10 years old and we were we were at the gold coliseum in austin texas and by the way when you said sticks that's what made me think of this because i saw sticks of all places at that crappy coliseum but (laughs) i I was 10 years old and uh, a buddy of mine we were down there going to the wrestling early and I, you need to look up Ox Baker so you can really get the full flavor of it. He was the hairiest individual I've ever seen. <laughs> but I, we we went to the backstage concession stand to get a snow cone, and Ox Baker came out of that locker room back there, and I mean, scared me to death, <laughs> to death. <laughs> so that, that's my that's my stupid wrestling story, and uh, and it was you know happened to be in the same building that I saw Sticks in probably five or six years later. I was probably fifteen or sixteen at that time. So yeah, it's um, I'm a wrestling fan, and and then uh, we'll never forget getting getting scared to death by Ox Baker. That's funny. That is really funny. I I remember having it on the TV 
Uh, and Bill Mercer doing the call. Great, the great Bill Absolutely. Mercer doing the call uh, there, and Devon Eric's being around. I haven't seen the movie myself either. I'm selfishly probably waiting on it to come out on one of the streaming platforms so I can watch it there. But uh, I'm excited to see it. I want to see some of the stuff that you know we used to watch as kiddos. Oh no, there's no, there's no question about it. I'll 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 never forget we we were when I was in Austin too, and I I'm trying to think if it, um, I can't remember who Wahoo McDaniel he had a huge rivalry with one of the wrestlers, and you know just hated each other, and it might have been Von Erich's dad, it might have been Fritz. And they had a they they had a car accident in Austin in the same car. It just shattered me. That's when I that's when I knew okay, it's not real anymore. But it it, it hurt me to the core knowing they got in the same car. They were in a wreck together and hated one another every Saturday night at the Sportatorium. Oh, that's greatness. Speaking of entertainment, and we will get to a, a little bit more of the Super Bowl here in just a minute because we are going to have. A Super Bowl champion uh, coming on with us from the Dallas Cowboys, Kevin Smith. He'll join us, and uh, we'll talk about the nerves and everything leading up and how much they start building up as you get to Friday before the big game. But, Stretch, do you do you remember back in the day, and I'm sure you do, that we didn't have the big halftime entertainment show that we do now, and that really – honestly didn't start until 1993 when Michael Jackson had the first kind of independent artist to take the stage before then like the first Super Bowl you know what was uh at the first Super Bowl in 1967 probably some juggling bear or something how about the University of Arizona and the Grambling State marching bands at halftime at Super Bowl one how about that? There we go. There we go. I mean, nothing like a little. I'm not opposed to like that. A, no, no. I, I was going to say nothing like a good, a good marching band come out there and put on a, put on a show. That's 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 uh, that's high school football at its best right now, Ward. Grambling State was in 1968 at Super Bowl two, and then there was marching bands all the way up, uh, even in 1974. The University of Texas marching band was your halftime entertainment in 1974. How about that? Pride of the Southwest can't get can't get much better than that. I, I, I'm 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 still a fan of the marching band. Ward, you got one of those like like that cat at Oklahoma who can throw his head back and they can bring that boomer sooner out there and he can get out there like a banny rooster and bring it on the field. I mean, that that's about as good as it gets. And that's about as, that's about as old as it gets too. Absolutely. And look, I'm not, and you know, this, I'm not an Aggie fan, never will be an Aggie fan, but if you ever get the opportunity to watch the Texas A&M marching band in person, I, I don't know that there's anything like that. I really don't. That is a stand-down halftime show. When those guys march, and they it is unbelievable. I, I'm with you. I mean, I think it's that that Ohio State, you know, when yep, they dot the eye. I mean, there's a few, there's a few of those halftime shows that I think are absolutely you know, hey, you better you better get your hot dog after halftime to begin the third quarter because you're going to want to see 
if the Aggie band's marching, you're going to want to see that. It, it really is. That's, I, I, to me, that's just that's college pageantry at its finest. Yes, and that's what makes the college game so great, in my opinion, is because the pageantry and the emotion that goes along with that. But I'm, I'm telling you, I, I've been to some Aggie games, and, again, I'm not an Aggie fan, and no disrespect to Aggie fans at all, but you know where my allegiance is. But even just watching that, it gives you goosebumps sometimes. Oh, and that one, I'm telling you, when they get – and they're so tight that – I don't know what that it's is. It's unbelievable. That, the, yeah, but the, they get that tuba, and that guy's got to bend down, and he, 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 he's got to do one of those real tight turns so he doesn't knock his ombre out with that tuba <laughs> in the head, for crying out loud. Yeah, it, yeah I mean, it is it – is It's pretty precision. impressive. It's precision. That's what it is. All right, a little uh, halftime talk uh, as coming up uh, this weekend on Sunday. It will be Usher, and you heard that uh, from Steph that there may be some surprise guests along with that as well, so we'll see how that all works out. Speaking of Super Bowl, let's talk to Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy and Super Bowl champion. He's next on the Press Box. Baylor Bears softball opens the new season this weekend, hosting the Tennessee Volunteers for a three-game series at Getterman Stadium. Now a change due to the weather, a doubleheader Friday beginning at 5 on the air at 445, a single game Saturday at 2 on 101.3 FM. Join Dan Ingham all season long for Baylor Bears softball on 101.3 FM. February is here, and so are the big savings during the President's Day sale at Allen Samuels in Waco. New inventory is out on the lot right now and ready for immediate delivery. Ram 1500 is the most luxurious and technologically advanced Ram 1500 ever. Looking for an SUV? Have your pick of a Jeep Grand Cherokee, Compass, and Renegades. Need a midsize truck to get the job done? Drive a new Jeep Gladiator. President's Day sale event is a winner at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Steve Maya, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. 
Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance it's not worth it if you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-659-7540 800-659-7540 that's 800-659-7540 You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White's Glenn Stretch-Smith along with you here on this Football Friday as we are joined by Kevin Smith, former Texas A&M Aggie, former Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys. And Kevin, really appreciate your time today and spending some time with us inside the press box. But congratulations on going to the College Football Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate the kind words. I mean, I heard the fight song. I don't know if this you guys, your, your entry, your, your uh, 
normal entry, but I heard that fight song and it got me got me kind of revved up a little bit. <laughs> it was just for you. <laughs> <laughs> when you had the doing? opportunity to play for the Dallas Cowboys and go to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, I wanted to ask you when do the nerves start kicking in? Is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? Or is it kind of like today on Friday when you kind of start getting antsy and saying, can we just get the kickoff? I, I, I really, you know, I was talking to Darren Woodson a couple of weeks ago, and we were so young and we were so, and, and Stretch knows this, we were so programmed that it was just like a normal week for us. It, it was like a, a normal week. And I know we should have been, a little more into it from that, that standpoint of, uh, you know, hey, this is a big game. But, I mean, it, it was just the way we were trained. I mean, Jimmy Johnson and, and Dave Wanstead and the way that, that, that they had that organization. And uh, on the large part of it, we were just young. We didn't really know we were supposed to be there. I mean, this was our rookie year. We're in the Super Bowl. Second year, we're in the Super Bowl. Third year, we were one or two plays away from a Super Bowl. So we just thought every year we were supposed to be there. So, I mean, <laughs> it became a norm, you know. But uh, but but every any game, you you kind of start honing it in, stretching those this that, that Friday, you know you, you got the game plan in. Friday is really not a, there's really nothing going on on Friday. I mean, so you know Friday you, it's, it's time to gear up and get ready. You know, Jimmy used to always say those those last two days before the game were the most important days where you had to get your rest and and, and truly hone in on on, on the ball game. You know, you, you don't want to be out. You don't want to be doing too much. You don't want to be overthinking. You just want to just take what you got that week and put it into the put the game plan out there on the field and execute. Talking with former Dallas Cowboys corner Kevin Smith. Pup, uh, you know, you, you, I'm sure you've seen the news. Cowboys bringing Zimmer back as a defensive coordinator. Give us your thoughts on the direction and how you think Zimmer's going to come into this defense that obviously was a very – uh, you know, they, they did a great job with Dan Quinn and taking the football away. Talk a little bit about your thoughts on Mike Zimmer coming back to the Cowboys and, and, and what kind of leadership and what kind of defensive coordinator he is. Well, Stretch, you know Zimmer is hard-nosed coach. He's a he's a he's an old-school football coach. You know, he's from, from the Mike Price era. Uh, of course, I, I know he's had to adjust to the new-age player. You know, it, it's just a different mentality. Uh, of the player, that they're more talented, uh, more gifted. They're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. But I, I, I just don't think that they buy into that old school teaching and the old school coaching that we have. You know, Mike Zimmer is going to throw some some f bombs out there, and he's going to, you know, he'll, he'll fight you if he has to. And so, you know, and that may be what this defense needs. But hopefully, he doesn't go in. He's still Coach Zimmer. If I had to talk to him about. You know, just I mean, it doesn't mean my opinion doesn't mean much, but the one thing that I would tell him, uh, advice-wise, is just you know, be you, but still try to understand each player before you know you can't coach them all the same like you used to. It just doesn't work like that anymore. These guys have you know they they have the IG pages, and you know when you drive up to the state when when we played, the only statues was Bob Lilly and Bob Hayes, and you know you guys that had established themselves and won championships. You drive up to the star now, you know, you can have the worst game of your life and you got a 30-foot poster. Okay, I'm cool. I got a 30-foot poster up there. I got money in my bank account. I mean, that's, it's just, it's, it's, it's not the best subliminal messages that Jerry is sending over there. 
And 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 I think that's one of the reasons it hurts them because these guys already feel like they've made it week in and week out. They they, they don't. There's no consistency, and uh, it, it, it doesn't seem like they have anything to chase at, at, at times after you've seen them play on some Sundays. Three-time Super Bowl champion Kevin Smith with us here on the press box on ESPN Central Texas, and and I wanted to ask you away from the game. We'll get to the game. Uh, the three games that you played in the Super Bowl, we'll get to those in a minute. But the week of the Super Bowl, is there anything that really stood out in your mind that you just kind of really relished and just sat back and went absorbed how this special this week was? Well, the media, it, it, it uh, magnifies 1,000. And you, you get to see and meet any and everybody that has anything to do with media from around the world. I mean, you, you get... Japanese with the translators, you get mm-hmm. Mexico. I mean, from from Europe, and it's, it's it's just the Super Bowl itself. And I know this was 30 years ago. Uh, it, right now, it's got to be even more magnified with social media and and, and the social media platform. But uh, that that's what amazed me the most. Uh, it, it was good that we had Troy, Eminent, Mike, and some of the bigger names, so we didn't have to be under the spotlight as much. But that that that's the one thing that the players, uh, you know. And then they're, they're the parties. I mean, we did different Super Bowls. Going out to L.A., you know, Michael Jackson performed at halftime. Meeting Michael Jackson was quite a thrill. Uh, the 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 Atlanta Super Bowl wasn't as cool. It was cold. It was raining. So I mean, I think each city. I mean, being out in Vegas, I'm sure these guys are having a great time. But <laughs> you can only do so much. You know, you can only do so much because at some point you're going to have to play the football game and focus on that. All right, Pup, i got to ask you this now, and I know, I, know, I, know, I know my partner and my sidekick, Ward White, is going to go on right back to the Super Bowl. Give us your thoughts on uh, on the departure of, 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 you you know, Jimbo Fisher, A&M, the direction of college football. I know you, you have a great understanding of young people, um, the NIL, all the things. Give, give me your 35,000-foot overview of – the direction of number one, the direction of college football. Number two, you know, hiring Elko to take over for Jimbo at A and M, and then how you see these kids today. But I'm asking this question because you just talked about players, how players are different now. Touch a little, and I know you still, you know, you still work with young people, but touch a little bit about on on all levels of what's going on at A and M, and then how you see the direction of college football with NIL moving, uh, really getting out of control. It, it is. Uh, well, first of all, I, I really thought Jimbo had something going well down there. I, I, I talked with Jimbo uh, coaches night before this past season. He was really excited about uh, the direction he had and some of the younger guys. He just had issues with his quarterback, and they, they just didn't stay healthy. Uh, I, I think his offense was a little outdated. And, and then he had some prima donnas, you know, with the NIL. That, that leads you to that. Uh, I think they great, made a great hire with Mike Elko. He brought in – I mean, he had to get in the transfer portal because they had lost so many guys. And I think he did a great job. I think they ended up with the number two class transfer portal. And he just got a big a pickup with the Bussy kid out of uh, Timpson, Texas, you know, one of the top uh, athletes in the country. Uh, so I think, we, I think we're going to be okay from that standpoint with uh, Elko at the helm. The NIL is a big problem, uh, Stretch. You know that. It's, it's just, you know, it's, I, I, it's just NIL, you know, 
you look at Dion Sons, uh, Sador Shalo, they're actually getting deals from companies that want them to uh, promote their product. The school is not really paying them anything. The schools, are, they have these brokers out here right now, and they're trying to steal kids, uh, tamper with kids, and they're, they're trying to pay through the portal and not through an actual NIL deal, which is name, image, and license, which should be backed by some kind of promotion. You've got to be uh, promoting something, a, a brand, a branding something. And what's happening to these kids, or these, these brokers or these parents or whatever else, they're wanting the schools to pay these kids, and I think it's getting out of hand. And if, if that was the case, and, the, and if it's the case, then I would propose, you know, you, you give a kid 250000 or 300000 and you pay him monthly, and he, got, he has to commit to three years before he can gain that money. You know, if he gets to three years, then all the money is his. If he doesn't, he drops the contract, and he goes to another school, it falls off the map. There's got to be some <laughs> kind of regulation on the NIL deal because no high school kid, 18-year-old, needs a Hellcat, $12,000 a month, and sit in, front, <laughs> sit in front seat, you know, front row of the Rocket at a Maverick game. I mean, the, the, what, what the NFL is going to be in the five, next six or seven, eight years is all the kids who went to Tulane, all the kids who went to James Madison and Lamar, and, and they, 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 might, they may go to a Power Five after their third or fourth year because they've developed, they, they, they're hungry, they don't have the NIL money, and those are going to be the guys in the NFL guys are going to stretch. You know, you scouted, you coach. Those are going to be the guys that make it to the NFL. And these five-star guys, all they're going to do is digress, digress, because there's no way in the world you can manage. Uh, an 18-year-old should be in school with ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 a month and hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank for him to go out and just be a plum donkey. So it's, it's going to get worse. It's going to get bad. <laughs> And uh, I, I just, you know, and, and, you know, I have other people say, well, you know, guys, and I think the uh, student athletes should get paid something, but not, not at the direction that we're going right now. I just think it's going to ruin college football. And I talked to Coach Sloak and Coach Cheryl a couple weeks ago, and they both, you know, I, I think uh, uh, Coach Saban, you know, I even think he probably walked away from the game because it just got too ridiculous with recruiting. You know, I, he didn't say that, but, you know, I can imagine what, what he was dealing with, and, uh, you know, he's put some great young men out in, into the world, and they, he developed those guys. They became first-round draft picks, and he, he's created a lot of millionaires, and a lot of these coaches have, but uh, giving them the money off the bat, off potential, it's just not a good thing right now. Kevin Smith, three-time Super Bowl champion with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas, and let me ask you this. Along those same lines where we are with the NIL and the transfer portal when – you can just take your ball and go play somebody. Go play for somebody else when you don't get your way as a spoiled kid. Are, are we going to lose more coaches like Nick Saban in this game because it's just absolutely too tough to re-recruit your own players each and every year? Yeah, and that's that's pretty what what, what you have to do. And it's not only that; it's the tampering. Um, you know, for instance, it's it's the situation at and I won't mention the names. A kid had a great year, and, you know, it, it, he had his inside people trying to get him to transfer to a school that he didn't want to go to. He they didn't recruit him. It's in his heart. I don't want to go there. And he made the decision to stay, stay at A&M. So, uh, but it was the pressure on him, and that shouldn't be the case. Uh, if a kid wants to be there, let him be there, you know. So it's not so much the kid that's, that's uh, punching his buttons. 
it's these it's these outsiders, these brokers, these agents, these different people that's that's allowed to be in the game right now because of the NIL and the portal. Kevin, let me ask you this, and that last question, and we'll get back to obviously what we need to be talking about is getting on to this Super Bowl. But when you think about young men today, and Ward touched on it earlier, going from school to school to school, you, you, you understand the value of what you did coming into Texas A&M, being an Aggie, knowing that you've got that for the rest of your life. Talk a little bit about what that means to you to be able to, even when uh, – when Aaron was playing the song, you know, you, you, you have that loyalty. Talk about how that, how, how you deal with that after football and what it means to you, the fact that you went to Texas A&M and spent your entire playing career at, as an Aggie. Well, I mean, we, 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 we have a group text with uh, about 30 of us, my former teammates at A&M, and I can remember – when guys were getting grade problems, I mean, they would be at the back step of the dorm, Kane Hall. I mean, literally crying. No one wanted to leave that university once we got in that dorm and we formed that brotherhood, and we were all committed. And, and, and to this day, it's, it's, it's wonderful that we can get on a group text and, and laugh and give. I mean, it, it'll be every morning. It's 25 to 30 texts in my phone, and I can already know what, what group that came from. And, and that's the bonds that we built as young men, is it, I mean, I tell people all the time, there's, uh, even the Super Bowls, I wouldn't trade my college years, 18 to 21, for nothing in the world because it, it truly developed me. It, 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 the guys that I – I have some high school friends I still talk to, but I'm more close to my college teammates than Quinn Corriott, Patrick Bates, Aaron Glenn, you know, Aaron Glenn with the – Dennis uh, Allen. Those guys mean the most, man, to me because – you know, as a, I went in as a young man and came out as a boy, came out as a young man, and it helped me go into the real world. And being a part of Texas A&M, you know, we all know what that's about. It's about loyalty. It's about honor. It's about commitment. And, you know, if you speak Aggies, then you're going to get that from every single Aggie that's ever been down to College Station. And uh, that's what A&M means to me. And that's what my brotherhood means uh, with these fellows that I went to A&M with. And so I don't understand. And, you know, I, if I had gotten to coaching and had to deal with it, you've you got to deal with it. But uh, I don't understand how kids can go and commit and spend hours and hours trying to uh, – days and months trying to decide where they want to go. And then they get there, and, it, and, and one thing goes wrong, and then they, they off to the next school. I mean, we got Denver Harris, who's been to three schools in two years, Chris Marshall, Went to A&M, went to Ole Miss, got kicked out of two schools. He's at his fourth school in two years. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable that these guys can't make the commitment and, and can't uh, just go through the whole process of how it goes. Everything doesn't go well. Everything's not going to go right. But uh, but that's the world we live in, and, and these kids got options right now. And uh, you know, we wanted it. We wanted more freedom and more options back then. But uh, right now, I think the doors is too wide open for these kids right now. Kevin Smith with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas and Super Bowl 58 coming up this weekend, three-time Super Bowl champion. Is there one of those three games that you played in and were able to win the championship? Did, did one of them kind of stand out more in your mind when you reminisce about it? I mean, is it the first one just because it's the first one? Is it the last one because it's the last one? It's actually the first one, and, it, and it's not so much because of uh, you know anything I did special in the game or, or, or anything happened special. It was actually after the game, 
And uh, we walk in the locker room here. There's Darren Woodson and I was locker mates. We were, we were roommates and suite mates on the road. And uh, there's Jim Jeffcoat on his knees. And, he, man, he's bawling. And Bill Bates, he's <laughs> there crying. And Mark Tuanay. And we didn't, you know, we, we, at, the, at that moment, we were like, what are they crying for? It's time to celebrate, you know. And, you know, but we didn't realize how bad they were. We weren't, we weren't around when they were 1-15 right. and 2-14. and 14, And they were the laughing stock of the NFL. And so that, you know, Jimmy and Jerry – and Dave Wonstad and Campo and all those guys, Joe Abizano, they were able to turn that thing around so fast. I mean, because Jeff Coat, they were they were leftovers from Tom Landry. You know, Jeff Coat and Tuanay and Bill Bates, and it was only a few that stayed over. I mean, I think Randy White had his first shot. I think he quit that, that spring. He didn't make it to the fall. So those guys held over. They were older. They were in their 30s. And we just didn't realize how hard it was to make it to a Super Bowl. And so after we got through free agency, Ken Norton left. Uh, you know, we had a, a lot of talent leave. And uh, free agency, we got older, guys started getting banged up. And, you know, it wasn't that just, you know, that mentality. We thought we were supposed to go every year. But about that fifth or sixth year, we found out it was hard. And it's, it's not easy to make it to a Super Bowl. It takes a lot of talent. takes luck. It takes a lot of everything. And, uh, you know, but that one first Super Bowl, was probably that moment walking in that locker room and seeing those guys crying probably stood out more than anything of all the three Super Bowls. Uh, Pup, I want you to share this with us too. And as you think back about your time with the Cowboys, understanding um, the Jones, the Jones family, the, the inner workings of that organization. You know, I'm in the media in the Metroplex and deal with it on ABC every Sunday night. I want you to touch a little bit about and talk to us a little bit about your relationship with the Jones, Mr. Jones, the Jones family, and that loyalty that you have, just like you had to the Aggies, that loyalty you have to him and, and, and to the city of Dallas and, and, and to the Cowboy family. Talk to us a little bit about, again, what those three Super Bowls meant to you and, and, and the loyalty that you have to the organization. Well, I mean, again, I'm, I'm going to be – I only played with the Cowboys – uh, throughout my career, I had opportunity right there at the end. And I knew I couldn't. And I knew, you know when it's, it's over with. When you can't get through practice uh, and, you know, to get to the next game week, then, you know, that's when it's time to wrap it up. And so I, I decided I wasn't going to play for any other team. And, and there's no that, I mean, there's no other owner in the NFL that cares about his team and his players than Jerry Jones. And, and not so much from from the winning standpoint, uh, Glenn. He 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 would always indirectly set up. You know, he couldn't c- conduct a business meeting with us, but he would introduce us to different groups where we could possibly invest. I remember main event before they, they, these guys had the bowling alley glow in the dark and the games around it, and eventually it became main event. Some guys invested in it, some of them didn't. You know, I remember him having Mark Cuban walk through the locker room. A guy that with some blue jeans and a T-shirt, you know, he 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 allowed Mark Cuban to walk through the locker room with broadcast.com. Some guys invested in it, some guys didn't. But you know, that, those are the kind of things that Jerry did for us indirectly, not directly. He's one phone call away. You know, not only that, Stephen, you know, Stephen Jones, and uh, even uh, the Hickman boys. You know, Blue Star uh, Stretch. You know those guys. You know, we, I normally go, when I go to the game, I'm one of the ambassadors. Uh, I end up in the, the suite with John or Joe. 
and those are the greatest guys in the world. You know, so it's not just the, you know just the Dallas Cowboys, but Blue Star is just as big as the Dallas Cowboys, which is the uh, construction side of it. So uh, Charlotte is still involved quite a bit. You know, she deals more with the you know with more of us with the ambassador program ran by Emily Cruz and uh, and Allie. But uh, so I'm still connected. Uh, you know, uh, I get to go to the games. We go out to the games. We get to park under the stadium and sit in the suites, and it's, it's just a great thing uh, to be a part of that. Uh, I mean, I, you want to do more, but, you know, you're not in that locker room. You know, you hope that they play better, but you can you can sometimes sense that uh, even in the stadium, I think the fans, you can kind of sense when it, it's not. I just don't. In fact, this last playoff game, when I walked in the stadium, I was there, I did autographs, and I went to the suite, and I just I, I felt, I said, this is not playoff energy, and the crowd is not into it, and I don't think we're going to win the game. And that was before the first kickoff. And when Green Bay drove the ball down the field and scored that first seven points, I knew the game was over, over with at that at that moment. It just it just it just wasn't no energy in the stadium, and so and I think you see that passion with with Michael, you see it with Dion, you see it with Emmett. You know, Troy has to play kind of, you know, he has to straddle the fence a little bit with his with the media, <laughs> but uh, I mean, but, but we, you know, most of Darren Woodson, you know, it, it's guys like two. I was thinking about this the other day, uh, and, and someone posted it. Tutal Jones has been in this city for 50 years, and he's been a great ambassador for the Dallas Cowboys, and I think that should be recognized. I think Jerry and them should do something special for Tutal Jones. I don't know if it's Ring of Honor, but, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's quite an honor for that guy to be here representing this city 50 years. And when Tutal Jones stretch, you know this, when he walks in the building, everyone knows who's he, who he is. <laughs> Kevin Smith, three-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys with us here on the Press Box. And again, Kevin, thanks for the time. We certainly do appreciate you stopping down with us for a little bit. And congratulations on going into the College Football Hall of Fame as an Aggie. Enjoy the game this weekend. We hope to talk to you soon. Okay, you guys take care. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you, Pup. No, I love you, brother. Thanks for jumping on with us. All right, we'll talk. I'll call you later on. There he goes, Kevin Smith, cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. Spent his entire career with the Cowboys, three-time Super Bowl champion, and just an amazing, amazing player, not only in college, but at West Orange Stark High School and continuing that, uh, winning three Super Bowls with the Dallas Cowboys. Well, there's been another coaching change in college football, and this may be the strangest one that you've seen in a while. That's next on the Press Box. Baylor, Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Bears and the Jayhawks from Lawrence coming up this Saturday. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union. 2024 is a leap year and has a total eclipse of the sun. That's your sign to win Act Out of the Ordinary. Is your vehicle financed elsewhere? Lower your payments today by refinancing, instantly saving money without the goofy glasses. Have a bright new game plan with First Central's local finance team. Apply online. Score at www.firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policies apply. Member NCUA. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Your home for the world champion Texas Rangers. ESPN Central Texas. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance it's not worth it if you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-659-7540 800-659-7540 that's 800-659-7540 Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Buy a new roads. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, J-Mo, followed by the Matt Mosley Show, starring Matt Mosley. And he will be live at the Extraco Event Center for the Junior Livestock Show. So, uh, Matt Mosley on the road this afternoon. Uh, We were talking before the break, and I I don't know about you, Stretch, but this just absolutely takes me to a different level of – what in the world is going on in college football as Chip Kelly is leaving UCLA as their head coach to become Ohio State's offensive coordinator? Are you kidding me? And is this has something to do with what we just talked about? I'm tired of dealing with NIL, and I'm tired of dealing with the transfer portal. I just want to coach football. 
I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that's what it reeks of. Now, we know that his PR people and, you know, were putting out, he was interviewing for every offensive coordinator opening in the NFL. It was Washington. It was Seattle. It was Philadelphia. I mean, he was being mentioned in every circle there. I, you know, I'm gonna. I don't know enough about it, Ward, but I mean, he he was obviously not happy with the direction of UCLA football, which is to to me is mind blowing. I mean, that that is at one time Ward was one of the most storied jobs in the country. I mean, if you start ripping off top ten coaching jobs in America, I, I don't care what list you look at. UCLA is right there. I mean, quality of living, great place to live. You don't have to, you, you can recruit and not even have to spend a night out of your bed because you can recruit Los Angeles and, and, and get, you know, the, the players that you need. We know the history of that program. When I saw that and said that during the break, it, it staggered me. I mean, leaving to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State when you've had the head coaching job at University of California, Los Angeles, it's, it's, yeah, it, 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 I, I continue to say this. And even when we had Kevin Smith on right there, I'm just, I'm just shocked at the level um, that college football, I, I, I'm not sure where it's going, Ward. I'm really not. I'm, I'm not sure that we're not seeing the initial uh, um, what's its term I want to use? The initial tide, like moving to, are we going to see where there's 25 schools in the country that are, that are really playing for the national championship and then everybody else is just out there? Because that's what that, that's, that's the feeling I get. That's the vibe I get when you see a guy leaving a head coaching job to take an offensive coordinator's job. And that's that's the deal. I mean, I just don't, I don't get it, and I agree with you 100%. Maybe we're starting to see a, in my opinion, a bad trend. And the other thing is, look, somebody's going to have to pay UCLA $1.5 million to buy out, buy out his contract. I mean, <laughs> it, it, is this another situation where you just turn to another booster and say, okay, we need this guy on our staff, go pay this. It's the same as NIL. Well, I mean, what do you what do you think? Uh, what do you think Boston College had to pay had to pay to get him out of the offensive court? I don't know. I, I to me, it's it's it is. Uh, there, there's so many underneath the table handshakes being made right now, and I I don't know if it's uh, I, you know I don't I don't know if they're giving them the password to the honeycomb hideout or if it's just simple OU eight one two passcode that gets you in. I don't know, but there's. There's something that does not, you know, usually where there's smoke, there's fire. Yep. And and something doesn't feel right with this scenario, guys. No, it doesn't feel right at all. Yesterday you talked about prop bets, and we are getting close to the Super Bowl, and I want to get your opinion on some of these prop bets. You mentioned Reba McIntyre, the national anthem, in less than 90.5 seconds. Is that a yes or no for stretch? I'm going under. Going, going under. under. All right. Uh, let's see. Under the result of the opening coin toss, heads or tails? I, I always say tails. I, it's just tails my, never fails, just my, right? 
think we all <laughs> said just, that in our I head. Just, <laughs> Tell them first. That's just my, that's just my stupid way of, uh, of, of saying, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll say tails. All right. Will there be a score in the first six minutes and 30 seconds of the football game? Uh, I, I believe there is, and I'm going to take it a level further. I think it, I, 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 if, depending on what the odds were, I might even say it might be a safety ward just to get Whoa. a little value play. All in right. It. <laughs> How about that? Every once in a while, uh, you know, Mr. Ed wins the Kentucky Derby, so I'm going to throw it out there. Maybe this is the time. <laughs> all right. I Yeah, that might be all right. A little safety to start things off. If if the Chiefs win the toss, this isn't one of them, but I want to ask you, if the Chiefs win the toss, do they continue the streak of, hey, we're going to defer and take our chances on maybe doubling up uh, in the last possession of the first half and then getting the ball coming out of the locker room? Or do you think they say, you know what, this San Francisco team's pretty good. Let's just put the hammer down and let Pat work. I, you know what? If I think either one of the teams, if they win the toss, I think either one of the teams may take the football. I mean, I think it's going to go against what that you know what that trend has been, which is to say, hey, we'll defer to the second half. It's, I could see both teams, whichever team wins the toss, saying, "Give us the ball. We want we want to, we want to take a shot at it here." Yeah, I, I I think I agree with you on that. Which team commits the first penalty? I'm going to say it's going to be the chefs. I think chefs commit the first penalty. That's my. I, by the way, I love Good that commercial. Good googly moogly. I love that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I do. That is I a love great that commercial. commercial. It really is a great commercial. Going, that's a great commercial. Who are the chefs? <laughs> That's great, but who are the chefs? How many songs will be performed during the halftime show? Over 8.5 or under 8.5? I'm going under. Going under. All right. I'm going under because I think he's going to. I, I think we're going to see a little. Uh, I think we're going to see a little extended usher get up on the good foot and dance it up a little bit. All right. There you go. <laughs> How many rushing yards will Pat Mahomes have? Over twenty-seven point five or under twenty-seven point five? I'm going over. I think he's. I think he'll get out of the pocket a few times and make something happen with his feet. Or I. I agree. Will Travis Kelsey have over 72.5 or under 72.5 receiving yards? I'm going under. I think I, I think uh, Fred Ooh. Warner and this linebacking crew is going to they're, they're going to man up and they're going to they're, they're not going to let him just have a free release off the ball. I think that's I think that's the game within the game right there. All right. How about Brock Purdy? Does he throw an interception in this ball game? I believe he does. And I'm, I'll go a step further. I think it's going to be a tip ball. Oh, okay. I think we're going to see. I, th- I think we'll see. Son, you know, I think we'll see uh, Jones or one of these one of these big defensive linemen for Kansas City get their hands on it. So I'm going to say a tip ball. All right. How about who's going to have the most completions in the game? Is it Pat Mahomes or Brock Purdy? Ah, uh, Pat Mahomes. I think Pat Mahomes because I think they're playing from behind. Ward, I'm sticking Whoa. with my 49ers pick. All right. All right. You're going to stay with that. I I'm not mad at you. Who will be the largest lead of the game for either team? Over fourteen point five or under fourteen point five? I think it's I think it's under fourteen five, but I think at the I think we're going to see a close game, and at the end, I think the uh, I think the Forty ers pull away. All right. One of the other prop bets is whether it be a missed field goal in this game. 
Miss Field Gold indoors, 72 degrees. Uh, no, no, well, no well, Miss Field Gold. They're going no, no Miss Field Gold. I'm going to say yes. There will be. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's why they air condition the desert for people that think they have the answer for sure. You're staying with the 49ers. I'm staying with the Chiefs. Do you have a final score? I do. I think uh, I think 31-20, Frisco. All right, 31-20. Write that down. And I'll go <laughs> with the Chiefs, and I'm going to say it is 27-10. Oh, wow. Wow, you're, you're thinking you're thinking the Chiefs are gonna, gonna gonna take the last six minutes of the football game and just saunder out a win? Okay, well yeah. that's again we'll we'll have a lot to to uh, we'll have a lot to bounce around. Yes, we will, and that is going to do it for us here in the press box. Hey, appreciate you very much, Stretch. Enjoy your weekend, enjoy the game, and we'll talk to you again on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the game wherever you may watch it at. And we'll be back here at lunchtime on Monday. For Glenn Stretch-Smith and Aaron Sexton, I'm Ward White. Until next time, so long, everybody. This is ESPN Central Texas. Looking for that perfect Valentine's Day gift? How about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at Diamore Fine Jewelers? Say I love you this Valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures, diamonds, and free red roses. Celebrating a lifetime of Valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you're a small business owner, you know the value of trusted advice. We're here to build a relationship with you and help navigate the financial complexities you may encounter. Your success is our passion. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary.